this real life? Hey there, citizens of the world. Welcome to the Real Life Podcast, where our mission is to inspire, connect, and empower the world to learn English the fun, natural, and real-life way. We believe that English should not be a dry and boring school subject, but an inspiring and enriching lifestyle that you can practice and enjoy whenever and wherever you want. In this podcast, you will have lots of fun, learn plenty of new expressions, and drastically improve your listening comprehension. We'll also teach you the secrets of native pronunciation, connected speech, and help you tune in your listening and speaking to the rhythm and flow of English. So sit back, relax, and let's get on with the show. Oh yeah, how you guys doing today? This is Chad from Real Life English, where we believe that listening to podcasts is a fun, natural, and really effective way to learn English. So download this podcast now and listen to us while you are trying on underwear, relaxing by the pool, kicking your feet up in the hammock, watering the garden, or working your farmer's tan. Oh yeah, that's right. I am joined here in the studio today with the man who went to Burger King to order a Big Mac and he actually got one. Justin Murray. <laughs> it's not true, I'm a vegetarian. Yeah, but may- maybe before you were vegetarian? That's uh, true, it happened it actually. Yeah. So, we are happy to be here on this amazing day today, sunny Brazil. Yeah, we got a great show for you today. Yeah, really excited to present you guys with podcast number 47, I believe. Yeah. 48. 48, yeah. Yeah, 48. Lots of new ideas. Yeah, for those of you who haven't already experienced the new Real Life English podcast, don't forget to download the transcript for this episode where you will see everything we're saying and also understand the aspects of connected speech. The sounds are a little bit different than you probably learned in school, so... Check that out. I think you're going to enjoy it and learn a lot from it. Okie dokie. So guys, if you stick around to the end of this podcast, I'm going to give you an awesome tip about pronunciation and regular verbs. Regular or irregular? Regular. Okay. Yeah. There's a little little catch there that a lot of people don't know. Cool. But you're going to have to wait to the end to actually understand and figure out what that is. Maybe the endings of these verbs? It is, it is. Hey, don't give away too much information. Man. Okay, I won't, I won't. <laughs> You're gonna have to wait around. Okay, so let's jump into the shout outs. You know you make me wanna shout, kick my heels up and shout, throw my hands up and shout, throw my head back and shout, come on now, don't forget to So today's shout out is from a very important member of our community and a podcast listener. I didn't even realize this for a podcast, but it's really great to see this comment. And forgive me if I pronounce your name wrong because. I really don't know how to pronounce it. I believe it's German. Yeah, she doesn't really have too much information. We Facebook stalked her and but we couldn't I'm, find out. But I'm pretty sure she's German. So, go Sina go. Yeah. So, what'd she say, man? Hey, freak of nature, guys. After this kick ass podcast, I'm going to do some soul searching. Awesome expression. By the way, next time you should use high protection sun cream. Just saying. Just saying. What the. Why does she say just saying? I'm just saying. It's just like I'm not trying to, you know, step on your toes or cause problems. I'm uh-huh. just, I'm just trying to communicate. Yeah, and she didn't even write. By the way, she wrote an acronym. Yeah. BTW. Yeah. Very good use of, of English and expressions we we were teaching on that. Yeah, yeah. New Year's resolution podcast. <laughs> she must be a listener. Freaks of nature. Yeah. Sun cream. Uh, have you been wearing sun cream, man? 
No, no. <laughs> no, me neither. But uh, good advice. We should definitely use that more often, right? Thank you for the awesome comment. Go sing it. We really enjoy your participation, and it's really great to know that you're listening to our podcast, too. Yeah. And why do you think she's calling us freaks of nature? Freaks of nature, because this is what we talked about. We talked about like Michael Jordan. Yeah, Chuck but Norris. you don't think it's because you went to Burger King, and, and I mean, you went to Burger King and got a Big Mac? Probably. You know, I sleep standing up and <laughs> yeah, all yeah. that stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So thanks a lot. We always appreciate comments, and don't forget, also, if you're listening on iTunes, Go into iTunes, leave us a little five-star review, and maybe we'll be mentioning your name on the next Real Life Podcast. Awesome, so that just about does it for the shout-outs. Let's move on to the news. So, Justin, what's new, Pussycat? <laughs> so I saw this news story the other day on Facebook, and I was blown away. I was what, wait, 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 blown away? What are you talking about, Willis? It means to be really impressed by something, to have your mind blown. Okay. So. Okay, yeah, mind blown like an explosion, right? Yeah. Okay. So apparently there was a Salvadoran fisherman that was at sea. He was lost at sea for 13 months. 13 months lost at sea. And he survived on turtle blood and fish. Okay, so what's the story? What's the headline of this story, man? Castaway fisherman. Survives 13 months at sea on turtle blood and fish. Okay. And he actually looks just like Tom Hanks in Castaway. Okay. We'll put, we'll put like a, a picture comparing the two. Okay. So first of all, what the hell is a castaway? What Ca- is this word? A castaway is somebody who gets lost at sea and they, they're on a raft. Okay. What's a raft? A raft is like a, a raft. A, a little boat in the sea. It's, usually it's like a, composed of wood. Or maybe something just very small. It's not really a boat, but this guy was on a boat. Okay. Okay, so let's hear a little bit about the story, man. So Jose Salvador Albarengo, 37, a fisherman from El Salvador, told officials that he survived more than a year adrift in the Pacific Ocean, drinking turtle blood and catching fish with his bare hands. Albarengo said he went on what was supposed to be a one-day fishing trip more than a year ago from Mexico, but was blown out to sea. He was found in, in a disoriented state on a remote coral. Wow, okay, that sounds pretty crazy. So, let's just go through some of the vocabulary there. You said adrift. What does that mean, when he was adrift? He survived more than a year adrift. Adrift mm-hmm. is to be drifting in the sea, or mm-hmm. to be carried by the sea in different directions without mm-hmm. without real direction. Okay, so he was just floating on the sea. Mm-hmm. Cool. And he was drinking turtle blood and catching fish with his bear hands. He has hands like a, a grizzly bear, like the animal? No, bear is like, like naked. Or his naked hands. Oh, he was bear. naked. No, you can say yeah, bear, like naked too, right? My bear, my bear buns or something. <laughs> your bear buns? What? Ah, that's an expression too. What are buns? Uh, buns are your your behind, your your butt. Oh, like your butt cheeks. He showed me his bare butt. Okay. That's, that's, okay. that's to moon somebody, by the way. When you moon somebody, is to show them your bare butts. Okay, we're getting really off topic and confused here. So, bare hands in this case means he didn't use any tools or any weapons to kill these animals or to capture these animals is that right yeah that's the story okay just and just going back to the other thing you said to moon someone is to show someone your bare butt yes yes <laughs> have you ever mooned someone i have you know before in the past i'm not gonna really go into depth go okay. into detail about it but cool. have you uh I, I don't remember maybe I, yeah probably when i was a little kid yeah definitely now i'm thinking about it probably a lot of people 
And I also said that he was blown out to sea. Blown out to sea. What does blown out mean in that case? Phrasal verb? Well, when the wind blows him out, mm -hmm. the wind blows. Yeah. Right? This is different from the expression I used earlier, which is mind-blowing. It's the same verb, mm -hmm. but that's like an explosion. It blows up. Yeah. What about if I said, oh, man, that blows? <laughs> that means that sucks. That's a bad thing. It's, yeah. It, but it's kind of a little bit vulgar, but it's not a, it's not a swear word. Oh, okay. Oh, it's vulgar? It's related to like... Like a blowjob, which is like... <laughs> I didn't know that. Oral sex, I think. Okay. I didn't know that. But there you go. We all, we're all learning here, man. I'm learning about new expressions every day. So those are three or four different uses of the word blow. But yeah, so he got blown out to sea. Uh -huh. Pretty mind-blowing story. It's a mind-blowing story. And he had to drink total blood. That blows. It does. <laughs> but so there's a picture of him. He looks like Tom Hanks in Castaway. Yeah, he, he, looks a little, he actually looks pretty good. I guess he must have had a shower or something before they took that picture. Yeah, there is a little bit of controversy around it. Some people are doubting it's true. They're a little bit skeptical of his yeah, story. Yeah, because maybe I read that maybe he's a little bit too heavy. <laughs> yeah, he is actually a big-looking guy. You're right. That's kind of strange. I wonder why. They found him like 10,000 miles, I believe, in the Marshall Islands mm. from Mexico. He drifted from Mexico, and they found him in the Marshall Islands, which is like okay. in the middle of the Pacific. Wow. And was he with someone? Apparently, he was with like an adolescent. At the time, but he he died and he threw him overboard after the four months. Apparently. Oh, oh, I know what happened. <laughs> what Look happened? How big he is, man! He, <laughs> <laughs> he ate that guy. <laughs> I think he ate him. I bet he did. That yeah. seems to be the case. He looks like he's carrying a fifteen-year-old around. His <laughs> so download the transcript, actually, the interactive transcript, and you can see the picture of picture of him and, and see how he looks like. Tom Hanks, and also the connected speech of what we're talking about, and all the definitions. Yeah. Awesome. Great story, man. I'm going to check out that video later as well. It looks really interesting. So that does it for our random news story for today. Let's head on to the main topic. What you talking about, Willis? What you talking about, Willis? What you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about, Willis? So today we have a really cool topic. Uh, Justin actually just put his feet up, so it looks like he's ready to... <laughs> to really start talking a little bit right now, so uh, you wanna you wanna lead in with the topic of discussion. So there's this thing called the hero's journey, which one of my favorite thinkers, this guy named Joseph Campbell, he inspired the movie Star Wars actually, and it's this idea that all stories kind of go in the same sequence, and there's this sequence, this kind of pattern that all great stories throughout human history, throughout myths, even religions. And Hollywood movies today sort of have this pattern of a normal guy turns into a hero. And all these events happen along the way. Yeah, so not only is there a, a continuity to the story of the hero's journey, there's also a continuity to the actual characters in each story, which is pretty mind-blowing, you might say, right? Absolutely. And um, one thing I recommend, maybe, there's a video that Chad watched in the show notes. So if you really want to prepare for this, Check it out. Just watch. It's like five minutes, and yeah, it's it will, really funny. It will really enrich your understanding of this topic, and and, and really connect to you what we're talking about a lot more. But if not, yeah. just keep listening because we're going to explain it here. Yeah. So how does how does a hero's journey start, man? What's the first step of a, any hero's conquest? Well, there's always a normal person, you know, like the person that doesn't want to make waves in the world. Mm, you mean like an average Joe? Yeah, somebody who doesn't want to, you know, cause problems. Somebody yeah. who's just your normal person. 
just comfortable, satisfied with his life. Yeah, but usually people that are comfortable are really not challenging themselves, right? Yeah, yeah. And then comes along, there comes along one day a messenger. Mm. And a messenger is like, you're different. Mm-hmm. You're better than that. Yeah. And this might take many forms, but... You know, it might might be somebody from the outside, somebody you know, and then... Okay. So, yeah. wait, wait, let's just go back here. If we're going to use this in relation to some kind of movie that people are familiar with, let's say, I don't know, let's go with Star Wars, for example, which I think was inspired by Joseph Campbell, right? Yeah. So, the, the normal guy would be Luke Skywalker? Yeah, he was a normal guy at the beginning. He was the average Joe? Yep. Yeah. And the messenger in this case was... Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah? Yeah, he came and he kind of called him to this mission. And usually there's there's a refusal of the call. Oh, yeah. Because the guy is just average. He doesn't want to be special. Yeah. He doesn't know it yet. Yeah. He doesn't see his greatness yet. Mm-hmm. And then something happens to, like, pull them out of that reality, that normal reality, and it, they're thrown into the call to adventure. Yeah, it's like when his family was killed. Yeah, and this happens in other ones as well, like Matrix. Mm-hmm. What happened in the Matrix? Well, the the agents came looking for him, and he was oh yeah, true. basically like just yanked out. Yanked out. What does yanked out mean? To yank is to be pulled out really quickly. Yeah, yank is to pull, right? Yeah, he was pulled out really quickly, and then thrown into this adventure, thrown into this different world that he wasn't familiar with. Mm-hmm. And that's when they meet the mentor. Oh, the mentor! I love the mentor. There's always a mentor. This is a very big moment. Let's say a mentor. Let's give some famous mentors out here. In Star Wars, we have Yoda. Yep. In um, Matrix, you got Morpheus. Yep. And what about Harry Potter? Harry Potter is probably Dumbledore. Yeah. It's the older person yeah. that's advising you, that's sort of like you're even kind of guiding you. Yeah. Bringing in, you on uh, the path, telling you what you need to do. In The Lion King, you have that baboon guy. Yep. <laughs> He's usually a wise, older person. What does wise mean? Wise is when it's an adjective, a wise person is someone who has a lot of wisdom someone who knows a lot they're very intelligent and it's usually based on kind of life experience and they're not the hero the hero is usually young and has vitality and 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 has a destiny right yes but these are all important roles so you have the normal average joe guy Uh the messenger yeah and the mentor these are three main roles so far Mm -hmm. what's next what else we got what happens in the hero's journey after that then they start meeting allies okay what's an ally an ally is somebody who helps you somebody who is like your friend on the path and they maybe even a sidekick yeah what does sidekick mean sidekick it's like an ally it's generally when you have someone who helps you along the way is your sidekick like robin like robin yeah Batman Batman Robin. robin yeah exactly and then you also meet the trickster Okay, what's the trickster? The trickster is usually the clown, mm-hmm. maybe the person who's funny, mm-hmm. who like shakes things up. Okay, shakes things up means what in this case? To change things around and it keeps it dynamic. Okay. Maybe like the donkey in Shrek. Yeah, yeah. Or in, um, in The Lion King, you have Timon and Pumbaa. Okay. <laughs> you know those guys? No, no. no. They're, got, ge- they're generally the most lovable characters as well. They're like, oh, I really like those guys. Like they, bring the donkey. In, they bring in the comic relief. Exactly, yeah. And exactly. so you have the, the sidekick, you have the trickster, you have your allies, and you have your enemies. Mm. The threshold guardians. Wait, what did you call them? Threshold guardians. What is a threshold guardian in this case? Well, we talked about in the last podcast, I believe, um, a threshold. It's like the limit. Yeah. And so it's like they don't want you to enter this other realm, this exactly. other area. Yeah. And so they're usually like aggressive against you. Like in, in Star Wars, for example, who would they be? Oh, in Star Wars, the enemies, uh, the Threshold Guardians would be the Stormtroopers. Okay. They're not like 
Darth Vader. They're not the big bad villain. They kind of work for the big bad villain. And they're more easier to kind of kill, you know. They, they, they don't play a really big role individually. I mean, even in The Lion King, you have the hyenas. Okay. They're bad, but they're not bad, bad. What about in The Matrix? The Matrix, I think, the agents? I don't know. Who would it be? The agents, yeah. I definitely agree. Okay. So, at this stage of the journey, the hero, the future hero, is really practicing training. They're actually starting to realize that they can be great. They're yeah. starting to discover their strength a little bit. Mm-hmm. And they're getting ready to have a battle. What does battle mean? Battle is like a big, a big fight. Yeah. Okay. This is not the big fight, the biggest one, but it's like a preliminary one. So usually they'll, they'll come into contact with, you'll, you'll start to see the villain at this point. You probably see the villain before, but there's, there hasn't been a big conflict. Yeah. So the villain is generally the, the, the big bad guy, you know. Like we said in Star Wars, you got uh, you got Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. In The Lion King, you got Scar. Yep. Yeah, who else is a big bad villain? Well, Agent Smith. Agent Smith. The Matrix. Yeah. There's actually, there's another um, video we're going to link that, that talks about the Matrix in this as well. Okay. That's... There's Voldemort. Okay. In Harry Potter. Do you like Harry Potter? Yeah, I've watched a couple of them, but yeah, wasn't really my time. Okay. It's a, it was a very long series as well. I guess it's like Star Wars. Yeah, the, and so the villain is sort of like the shadow, the dark side. He, he's the other side of the hero, so the hero is the light. Sweet. So from there, usually after the, the big battle, the hero does not, the hero is not successful. Not yet. Because the heroes, they haven't fully developed their strength. Mm-hmm. So the preliminary battle is like, they realize that they need to go back and work more. Mm-hmm. That they need to to really get to the point where they're fulfilling their potential. Yeah. There's also a character which you left out there. Have you, you know, the, the shapeshifter character? The shapeshifter, yes. The person who changes around. And they might be, they might be the, the trickster at one point. They might be the messenger. Yeah. And so this is not like rigid. Mm-hmm. Characters can change as you go along. But the hero is the one person the entire time. Yeah. And there's many, uh, there's many movies that follow the structure. They follow the hero's journey, story, but... Sometimes they kind of go out of the typical structure of a of this concept. Like, for example, in um, Pirates of the Caribbean, you have uh, Captain Sparrow, Jack Sparrow, and he's kind of many people there. He's sometimes he's even the villain. Sometimes he's a mentor. Sometimes he's a trickster. Sometimes he's the hero. So many movies kind of mix these these characters and even the story around quite a lot. But these are the main elements, and and the general flow of the story, the general sequence is there. Almost yeah. always in these great movies. True. So at this point, after the big battle, the, the first battle, the preliminary battle with the villain, there's usually a chase scene. What does chase mean, man? Chase is when somebody's in a car, for example, and there's somebody chasing, following, mm-hmm. pursuing. Yeah. The car. So there's, there's a pursuing. And this is a, something that, that builds the, the energy of the movie and yeah. the story. What's a famous chase scene you can think of? Well, again, The Matrix has a really great chase scene. Um, Star Wars, mm-hmm. when, they're, when they're escaping the Darth, Darth Vader after they went. Yeah, like when they leave the Death Star and they're, they're chasing in their, their spaceships like through the Death Star to get out of there before they will get killed because or whatever. Because the intensity of the story is really, really getting up there. So you can see that you're, you're reaching the climax. Yeah. The climax is, is the big battle. Yeah. It's the, the one that's going to determine everything. When they face the villain. Yeah, and this is when the hero is either going to, is going to beat... The enemy, he's going to beat the villain, he's going to destroy the villain, Mm -hmm. or the villain is going to destroy him, and he's going to die to be resurrected, to come back 
mm-hmm. and, and conquer. Example? Uh, the Matrix again. The Matrix, he, he gets shot. Yeah. And he, he dies, but he comes back to life. Yeah, it's like when he kind of dies, that's when he actually can see the Matrix. And he kind of comes back like, come on, bitches. Come mess with me now. Yeah, and then he's just on a different level. He's realized his potential. Yeah. And that's... Yeah. That's an awesome scene in, that, in the Matrix, man. Like that last scene of Matrix 1 when he actually like comes back up. And he, the bullets can't even hit him anymore because he, he's, he's kind of transcended his average Joe self. And he's just the hero. He's the one. If you just start analyzing some of your favorite movies that have a hero and a villain, you're going to see this tendency. The, these characters you're going to see in there and this sequence of events happens in almost any movie that has a villain and a hero. And at the end, the final one is mm. the boon. The boon? What's the boon? The present. So the hero realizes his or her potential mm. and realizes the gift. There's some gift. Yeah. And this gift, it's, it could be spiritual, it could be uh, physical. The, the hero will take this back to the people mm-hmm. and share this with the people to, to bring the, the good, the realization, and share it amongst the masses so that it's everybody's success. Yeah. It's like when I was teaching, I died from an, <laughs> another English teacher, and I mean Justin are coming back to give this to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, but what he says is, is kind of true in some sense. We're always reinventing ourselves. Yeah. We're always going on the hero's journey and, and dying to our past selves and, and finding that realization. And then because in our lives, it's a cycle that we come back and we start over again yeah. on a new path. When you start a career... This happens when you're learning English. This happens. Mm-hmm. Any any endeavor. What does endeavor mean? Endeavor is like an effort. Any any project or or enterprise that you take on. Mm-hmm. So any endeavor, it could be could be like any journey. Any endeavor is a journey. Yeah, you're gonna find these things on on every journey you're on. Yeah. If you think about it, it's like you know you're gonna have the messengers, you're gonna have the mentors, yeah. your allies, your enemies. You're gonna have your. So that's like that's awesome. Let's let's try to let's try to connect this to English learning. Who would be an ally and who would be an enemy? Well, an ally, learning? an ally would be somebody who supports you, somebody who makes you feel better, yeah. somebody who gives you energy and tells you that you can do it. Yeah. And, and so I guess the enemies, enemies would be these people who kind of judge you for like your level of English or say you're not good enough or say that your English is crap. Or you might have your own enemy inside. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because your own, your own critic inside, if you, don't, if you don't know how to control that, mm-hmm. that could be your enemy yeah yourself yeah and the villain too yeah you might make villain out of, villains out of other people mm-hmm. if you were really insecure yeah yeah being being very insecure about your english is kind of you damaging your your own progress your own journey absolutely but the main idea is that you need to realize your potential mm-hmm. and say that you can do it yeah you need to find the boon of your english and then that's when you come to the point the boon the gift when you reach that that's your gift to the world, and that's your gift to other people. Yeah. You can help other people. You can, you can tell them how to do it. Yeah. That's why if you want to go and help some people, Real Life English Facebook community. Yeah, that's, that's, that's where it's at, right? <laughs> yeah. So we're trying to be maybe the messenger. We're trying to be mentors. We're trying to be your ally, and we're trying to help you find the way. Yeah, definitely. We're going to help you slay those dragons and kill those villains out there that are stopping you from speaking fluent English right now. And tell you guys, you're not just some average Joe. You can speak English like a superhero. You have it in you. You just need to stay on the path and find your inspiration 
and do the right things and have fun. Definitely, definitely. Make it fun. Make it relaxed. Oh, yeah. That was a good fucking conversation, right? Heck, yeah. Yeah. But as usual, we don't have that much time because we don't want to be chewing your ear off for longer than half an hour, right? What does chew your ear off mean? To chew your ear off is an expression that means you just talk a lot as if you're actually biting and chewing that person's ear. If someone's annoying you and they're talking quite a lot, you can say, oh, that guy always chews my ear off. (laughs) (laughs) But we'll post some videos in here for your viewing. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you guys as well. So feel free to give us some feedback or maybe even as our allies, you can give us some five-star iTunes reviews, right? That definitely helps us. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It helps our path, our hero's journey, right? (laughs) Definitely, definitely. All right, guys. So that does it for our conversation topic today. Let's just quickly move on to the awesome tip that we said we're going to give you guys. So let's do it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So this really super quick tip is actually also a episode of Real Life TV. So we're going to link that into the show notes and the transcript. So if you want to hear about this in more detail, just watch that video. Who taught it? Me. Oh, yeah. Chad's, no. Chad's a great teacher. You should see him on Real Life TV. He really... He really knows his stuff. He's a great presenter. Thanks, man. That's uh, some kind words of you. But uh, let's get down to business. So, uh, some mistakes that I hear a lot of people making when they use regular verbs in English is they fully pronounce the ED sound as a separate syllable. So, if I wanted to say I watch in the past, they would say I watched or I like, I liked, I play, I played, etc. But that's not really how we speak, as you have probably noticed. So I'm just going to give you a few tips on how to really pronounce this to sound a little bit more natural. So any regular verb that ends in a CH sound, an SH sound, K, S, P, or F sound, the ED actually sounds like a T. So for example, watch ends in CH. So I say watched. It's kind of difficult to say, right? Yeah. But it's good to repeat that. Yeah, exactly. Just repeat that. That's the sound you want. That's with the CH. The sound with the SH is sh. We're not saying shit, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) That is, for example, I washed my car yesterday. Okay. K sound. So remember, it's the sound, not the actual letter. So like ends with the K. So it's I liked. Then there's also the SPF sound. So you can just... Figure the rest of that out by yourself or watch the video and I'll give you some more examples. Uh, another one just to quickly remember, when we actually emphasize the ed sound is when the verb finishes with a T or a D sound. So if I said decide, I'd say decided, dead. So the ED takes the last syllable. So take the D, dead, decide, dead, or want, I want, ted, it takes the T syllable. And the rest of the verbs pretty much just end in a, uh, with a, just a subtle D sound, like play. I'll just say played. D, d. That's the sound of ED for those verbs. Uh, you wanted to say something, man? You said there was something extra to add to this? Yeah, so I was going to say some of these words, the ED, have, have a T sound on it, like liked, mm, right? Yeah. And that's a liked. But when you add a vowel sound after it, mm-hmm. for example, it, mm-hmm. I liked it. The T becomes a D. It turns back to a D. I liked it. I liked it. I watched it. I watched it. I laughed at. I laughed at. 
Yeah, I laughed at. I laughed at. I la- that's actually difficult to fucking say. Yeah, so it's kind of confusing because it goes from a D when you read it to a T pronunciation. It goes back to a D mm. with the American T pronunciation. Okay, there you go. We're just mixing up sounds. That's connected speech. That's, that's where it's at, y'all. That's awesome. Okay, so hopefully that taught you guys something and I hope you enjoyed this podcast. That's That concludes it, right? You have anything else you want to say? No, it's great to be here, guys. Yeah. And just remember that you can contact us if you have any suggestions about the podcast, any feedback, download the transcript. We assure you this is going to really help your pronunciation as I've been testing it on a lot of my students. Have you been testing it? Heck yeah, I'm getting great feedback about it. Yeah, awesome. So try this, guys. We think it's going to really revolutionize the way you learn English and really help your pronunciation a lot. So don't forget to download it. It's really good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're going to play them out with some kind of song, right? <laughs> any uh, any hero songs you can think of that might really inspire them? <laughs> There's that song by Creed. <laughs> when the hero comes, that one? No, it's higher. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't like that song. It's kind of cheesy, yeah. yeah. Let's uh, just take a second did to think you ever know, Did you ever know You're My Hero by... <laughs> oh, no, no way, man. No way. <laughs> that one's way too cheesy. What about the Mariah Carey song? Um, hmm. that's that's the one you were saying, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's just take a second <laughs> to think about it, and then we'll tell you what it is. Okay, so we took a second to think about it, and we came up with a pretty awesome song. Another Seattle band, Foo oh, Fighters it's from Seattle. Yeah. Okay, there you go. The singer what? is actually the former drummer of Nirvana. Oh yeah, that's right. Foo Fighters. What's his name again? David Grohl. David Grohl, that's it, awesome. So we're gonna play you out with a song by the Foo Fighters called My Hero. Yeah, watch the video, this guy's truly a hero. He saved somebody from a burning building. Okay, there you go, heroes everywhere. So thanks a lot guys, and we hope that we hear from you soon with your hero's journeys. Live it. That's it, oh yeah, have a good one guys. All right, take it easy.